Welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout, everybody. Your mom's favorite place to be. This is episode 17 already. That's crazy. Hey, we're As... almost not minors anymore. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we have your hosts. I'm Anthony, and we have Edward. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, what? but the flag is a big plus. <laughs> all right, we got Noah. Some people tell me it all changed when I was born. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to get straight into our first game. Critics are crap. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Edward? Anthony wants to go first. I think I want to go first. Okay. <laughs> Your turn. Smell. All right, this first review. Why is this a classic? Huh? <laughs> I don't... That's not how that works. Why is this a classic? It's a cult classic, then. Deeply unfunny and getting worse with every passing year. Not oh, funny or and very smelly. Is it Dumb and Dumber? No. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> next, next, next. A predictable, poor choice of cast, mediocre script. That doesn't help us. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Really I'm purposely doesn't. choosing really big ones. I'm sorry. Give you a good one. Um. Uh, where's the good one that doesn't? Dang it. Uh, okay, here we go. Fun buddy cop movie that is disserviced by relying too much on cheap explosions and not more on the chemistry and good comic chops of its main characters. Paul Blart, Mall Cop. No. Oh, that's a good guess. <laughs> that's um, the buddy cop. That's just a regular cop. A buddy cop? Buddy buddy cop? I'm going to be mad if it's uh, Let's Pulp, Be Cops. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. No, it's neither. Okay, mm. if it was Pulp Fiction, I would have been mad. But critics are crap. I want to. I want to name all the buddy cop movies I know, but none of them are bad. Go, go. Is it Bad Boys? Yep. No. What? <laughs> no. What? I love that movie. Yeah, I know. I just purposely found bad ones. Wow. Actually, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a twenty-three or something. What the what? heck? Let me see. Dude, uh, I love that movie. Rotten Tomatoes gave it. It might just be because of forty-three. Jeez, the second one did even worse. I think the second one was the. I have. I never mind. Uh, the second one got a twenty-three. Is what it was. Why? The heck. Yeah. There you go. <sighs> Dang. Right. Well, y'all want me to go next? I'm gonna go next. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to say uh, a few kind of vague ones and then let y'all guess or something and then I'll go on to deeper ones. Big Hero 6. <laughs> you got it. I know we're supposed to talk, talk about levels of cinematic violence, but this seems to be one of the rare occasions when the film needed to be bolder and nastier. That was a oh. good review. Like it was bolder and nastier, says this guy. John Wick. No. Even when two people are just talking calmly, Blank jerks the camera around. Why? As the sense of danger increases, he has nothing to build towards. Blank has made its mark and, despite its issues, is a more interesting and admirable one than the 12A audience has been offered in some time. I have no idea. 
Uh, Ligma? Avatar. <laughs> no. I don't know. Those were the few uh, big ones, and I can go deeper. Uh, go deeper. Please go deeper. Please. Right. That's the only oh. time you'll ever hear that, Anthony. <laughs> uh. Blink absolutely delivered delivers for its target audience younger teenagers to them it can be highly recommended uh we're not teens anymore <laughs> i don't know what you... my life as a teenage robot no that's a show but good show weird movie seems to be about the expo- exploitation of young people for public entertainment violence is rampant throughout the movie but it's often by soft Focus and overlaid by orchestral music, suggesting that while yes, this is a lot of violence for PG thirteen, nobody involved with this motion picture condones it. Zombieland. No. That said, the movie is slick and flashy, and I'm sure the rest of the films will continue to attract a lot of attention. Uh, I have no idea. An overly gory PG thirteen movie. The Babysitter. Shut up, y'all already did that one. I know, but I want to see if we did it again, because that'd be funny. <laughs> no, I'd be mad. I did watch it, actually, after y'all told me to. I did actually like it. I think it's actually this rated is, R. This is the last one, and it should give it away. Okay, I hope. And it was part of the last interview, uh, the last thing. So I was just going to start in the middle of the sentence. Oh, okay. And and anyway, isn't it nice that we cut we cut away right before a young boy's net? Is snapped. The film's the film's hero, by the way, Superman, Man of Steel, makes his first kill in the makes their first kill in the film and shows no remorse. As I imagine, a young woman in her situation, right, right, or almost oh, no. anyone on the planet who is not a sociopath would. Oh, ah. nobody seems to be too torn up that they're killing other children and young adults. Frank, I think I know what it is, but I'm I can't. <laughs> God dang it. Uh, I kind of have an idea, but I'm not thinking of the right film. Yes. Just anyways. Who cares? They're killing children? Lord of the Flies? I don't know. No. I know Um, there's one sentence that will absolutely give it away. Should I say that now or now? Now. The film shows precious... Wait. (laughs) Yeah, okay. The film shows precious little hunger and no sense of game. Huh? Hunger Games? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It is I get it Hunger now. Games. Okay. I can piece up that puzzle together now. Makes sense. Man, I thought you really got that Man, one. that's my first point in like three episodes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> kind of fast. I suck at this game. If it makes you feel any better, you're not going to get another one. Cause I made up this game movie. and I suck at it. How does it work? <laughs> All right. I'm next. Let's see here. Good review. Let's see here. Let's see here. And by makeup, I totally stole it from someone, but I forgot the YouTubers, so I can't give them the, the credit for it. But uh, Calm down, brother. But Anyways. we really don't care. So <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. All right, these aren't just two stoner nice dudes guys. who bumbled their way into a real-world crisis like in the movie. These are two very smart comedians who turned a seemingly in- innocuous comedy into a real-life act of defiance. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No, but that was a good guess. Um, that was a good review, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. 
No. <laughs> you said DuPont and Fisk. So what I thought. Give me another one. They want cheese. Draw four. Goldfish. Hit me. No, that's going to... Sorry, I saw one I was about to say, but I was like, no, it's going to give it away. God, this guy. It's just a nothing film. It's too nothing to even dislike. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Avatar, the last airbender. <laughs> Read the first one again. These aren't just two stoner dudes who bumble their way into a real-world crisis like in the movie. These are two very smart comedians who turn a seemingly innocuous comedy into a real-life act of defiance. Let me look for more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, crap, I don't know, man. I feel like with just a little bit more information, I'll keep going. Let me see here. It is important. To, it is important to note that the movie is not so much a political satire as much as it is the typical blank, blank, pot-filled film we've come to expect. Cheech and Chong. No. <laughs> this is, Dang it! This is, Dang it! This no, movie, I, I mean, it was a good guess, though, right? Like, <laughs> this movie is gross and racist, and most of the time, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, this movie is pretty funny. Uh, don't be a menace. We already talked about this. In no, this is something. I feel like this is something I haven't seen. I don't think you're gonna get this. I just might throw you off, but it's funny. Um, it's funny and strange with an admirably Gonzo sensibility, and it approaches the job of mocking Kim with the appropriate degree of joy, buzzer delight. The interview. Yeah. Dang it. Dude, I was going to say the interview. Okay. You know, in the very beginning where I was like, uh, nice guys. Yeah. I was, before you even started the review, I was just like the interview and I was just going to say it, like just to throw you off, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, hey, yes. too good at this game. We have to ban him for the yeah, rest of the season. Anthony just fucking pulled away from, <laughs> from a five point comeback. Jesus Christ. Well, no, I, I guess I'll be fighting for second place. Imagine if I would have guessed that before you started the reviews. Oh, I was like <laughs> so close to saying it. I didn't think you'd get it with Kim. I thought that throw you off. Like you'd be like, "Who's Kim?" No, I immediately knew no, it was that's, Kim. That's Downhill. how I knew. Yeah, that's Anthony how I just knew. said it before the movie could come in my head because. Whenever I thought Kim Jong Un, the first thing I thought was Eminem saying "I'm gay," and yeah. that came out before <laughs> the interview did. <laughs> so I was like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> All right, boys, y'all know what time it is. It's time it for a, lunch. Nap time. Don't ever say that again. It's news time. I totally forgot to press the button. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. This week, we're going to start off with some Disney news. Did y'all ever watch like DuckTales or Darkwing Duck? Yeah. Uh, okay. So apparently Darkwing Duck is set to return in an hour long special, I believe on Disney Plus. Are you the voice actor now? I might be. Shh. If don't you're not, then I don't want to watch it. okay okay next we do have a hmm, i've never heard of this movie um this movie's called planes trains and automobiles it's going to be a remake road trip comedy with will smith and kevin hart lots and lots of boats and planes i think i've heard about it what is it about you know no i haven't even heard about it um well if i ask kevin hart in it and I'm Will, Smith. Sure. Will Smith, Wait. Dude, it's going to be funny then, no matter what they do. You um, what? That's 
What the heck? I've seen that movie. You probably have. Is it a is it an adaptation? It's a remake. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I've seen the movie yeah. before it came out. He's yeah. pointing at the screen. He's like, I've seen this one before. Uh, we do have Matrix Four news as well because Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne, he said that he has not been contacted contacted to reprise his role as Morpheus. Bummer. Well, I read something and it did bring up. Is he not dead already? I'm not sure. I all I know I'm is they interviewed sure him or something. His dead already. And they and then he was like, "Well, I didn't get any calls to come back." I, I honestly don't even know what's happening with that whole franchise. They're making a fourth one. <laughs> That's it. Or not like, like in the uh, storyline. I don't know what the heck is happening. Have yeah, you watched they, it. Yeah, that's why he's already dead. He died already. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think they'd approach him for a sequel if he's already. But he sounded like he was like, "Man, no call." <laughs> well, I mean, I'd be bummed out too, but I mean, he's kind of dead. So <laughs> <laughs> bring me back now. <laughs> Next up with some Netflix news, we do have um, the creators of Stranger Things recently commented saying season four will not be the last season as previously speculated. Woo-hoo. I'm okay with this. Me too. I really enjoy the show. So I remember them saying season four might be the last one, but I also remember them saying that it ends when it ends. Like they legit said their story mm-hmm. has a beginning, end, and end. So I guess it's not ending after season four. He said that they have an idea. They're, no, not they have an idea. They know exactly where they want to go with it. And they said it'll They'll go however long it takes for them to get there. So I like people with the plan. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's just gonna end with Eleven ripping the planet into a thousand different pieces. Do you know how cool that would be? Or what if she like destroys the upside down? I bet that's what she does. Mm. I don't know, but they they're gonna have to wrap it up pretty soon because these actors are getting kind of old for their roles. Right, I'm- season two to season three was like <laughs> <laughs> it fit well, but it was funny. Let's see here. Um, I didn't know about this. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is actually doing a stop motion musical of Pinocchio, which will have Ewan McGregor as Cricket, Jiminy Cricket, David Bradley as Geppetto, and Gregory Mann as Pinocchio. I think it's on Netflix, I, I believe. did see that. I thought mm-hmm. you already said something about it already. No, I was talking about the the one with Tom Hanks. This is oh. a different one. I don't know. Stop I've never commented on how, like, how white you say names sometimes. I know. <laughs> I'm bad at names. <laughs> like you're brown <laughs> that should roll a little bit easier off the tongue i know right guillermo del toro no Anyways. god please stop <laughs> he's already dead <laughs> <laughs> anyways fans edwards are, taking a side no. <laughs> fans are finally getting what they wanted because george rr R. R. martin is saying that he's going to isolate himself in his cabin and he's going to finally finish the next game of thrones novel Yes. I, I don't know about that one. They always come out terrible whenever they're forced, and it sounds like he's forcing it. So it's he's not forcing it because I honestly don't know. I don't, I don't keep up with it, but I know it's been like at least five or plus years that he said he's going to well, finish it, it. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's if it's not coming to him, then it won't come to him, and it'll just come out garbage if he tries to force it. Is what I mean. No, I know. Like, I'm anyone saying, who's I'm saying creative, this book has been on the back burner for a long time, though. That's what I mean. It's like, like, let's say, Noah, I would be like, Noah, I need you to write me a book in two months and it better be the best book I've ever read in my life. 
and you can't think of anything, it's not going to come out good because you can't think of anything and you're forcing something out at a deadline. They're basically just bullying him into releasing something that he's not. HBO is bullying him. Writer's block is like a thing. And when people, you say he like locks himself into it. A lot of people, that's how they focus and they write better that way. Yeah. Blocking out the outside noise. Who knows? I probably won't find out. So me yeah, me either. I don't know why I'm defending this. Like I've ever seen a single episode or read a single novel from. I'm going to. I've seen the first season. I'm gonna. Uh, catch me up. too. Uh, not before you watch the boys. Yeah, before you better watch the boys. Oh yeah, sure. Speaking well, of the down. boys, um, I don't notice his name. Jensen Ackles from Supernatural is gonna star as Soldier Boy in the Boys season three. Oh. Soldier Boy, <laughs> shut up! <Wow. laughs> That's so. He, I he was can't basically say Superman in there. He was basically yeah. the the member of the Seven before Starlight came in, but he left for some reason. I'm I actually pretty why. excited about that casting. I can't say much about that. So she's about to destroy everything. I wish you could, Anthony. <laughs> I know. Really oh, wish Homelander you could. Homelander is just like such a genuinely terrifying like person to like even consider being around like he's just so like messed up in the head he's genuinely unpredictable dude genuine like his actor does so good with the role that i feel like if i well, I like i wouldn't want to walk up to him in public <laughs> <laughs> like i'd be like he's probably pretty you'd walk guy. up and be like hey how's it going and then he turns around and he's like let me laser beam your mom's breasts right now what the heck <laughs> did, did you not wa- you watched that trailer with us <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> the Stormfront. It's okay. You better start watching though. It comes out in like two weeks. Week or two. Huh? Whatever. Right. Anyways, Pete Davidson and Osh- Oshia Jackson are going to lead American Soul, which follows two adults in their 20s who have a mountain of college debt, but they end up using money from reselling sneakers to get rich quick instead, and investors soon turn it into a nightmare scam. Well, Pete, Pete all I gotta say is this better actually be a funny movie. It seems like a cool movie, but um, Kevin Hart and Chris Paul are set to produce. Oh, Chris Paul, yeah. I know a basketball that, player. I'm assuming it is. When I read it, that's what I read. I didn't know. I don't know if he's a basketball player or uh, kind of sus. Right. Like Pete Davidson Paul. has been in everything lately. Director, comedy, yeah. Uh. No producer, not director. I, uh, I mean, he's listed on I. Chris Paul, the basketball player, is listed on IMBD. So IMBD as as a, <laughs> as a director. IMDb, sorry. As a director. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know what he's directed, but I hope it's good. Honestly. What? Yes. Yes. A BET award nomination. BET oh. award. Hmm. Uh, his is just athlete stuff. Oh. Sportsman of the year. Fake. Outstanding long sports documentary. Most awesome athlete. Most awesome athlete? <laughs> is that the kids, felt, the kids' choice sports? Young Hollywood Awards. Hall of Game. All right, back to the news. We're going to go next to um, 2021. They're going to have a reboot of The Exorcist coming to theaters, apparently. Hmm. Not a fan of 
remake of scary movies because usually the OG scary movies were just not very scary at all. So whenever they actually try to make it scary, it takes the charm away and usually exposes all the plot holes in the original movie and makes the remake absolutely god awful and unbearable. So, have you seen The Exorcist? Yes. Uh, I know that you don't like remakes. I just don't like horror movie remakes. Horror movies. They don't need remakes. Like, if yeah. they get remade, it's just not going to be good. Most of the time. have like a 95% fail rate. I'm crossing my fingers oh. for Candyman with Jordan Peele. Yeah. I you have to be really that. creative for horror movies. And then when there's already an idea there. Just exactly. It was like the Pet Cemetery remake. I'm pretty sure that one flopped. I think I, it, I think it did good box office wise, but I really, really wanted to see that, and then I don't know why I never did. I thought it was all right. I, I didn't like the changes they made, but what can yeah, you do? I got awful reviews. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the changes they made. It was kind of weird, but I mean, I didn't. It was entertaining. I'm not saying it was a good movie. <laughs> Um, I've never heard about this film. So apparently Ridley Scott has a new film called Gucci <laughs> and um it's starring Lady Gaga and they're in talks to bring in Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Jared Leto, and Adam Driver. Oh, pulling in some washed up actors plus Kylo Ren, huh? Hey, Adam Driver's a I good actor. I said plus Kylo Ren. <laughs> He's uh exceptional. Kylo Chen. Jared Leto's good. Kinda stinky. Nah, Al Pacino's good. Robert De Niro's good. Al Pacino's kind of Robert, Robert De Niro's freaking been doing a lot of movies lately. Al Pacino's kind of washed. Hot take. Very the, hot take. What's the last I'm movie I saw him in? The last movie I saw him in was Jack and Jill. <laughs> That's why. No, I saw him in The Irishman. That's what I saw him in. That was a good movie. He did real good. I was surprised he was in Jack and Jill when I saw it. I was like, what the heck? I don't know how that was even, like, cleared to go through, but... Right? Do you want to be in a donut commercial? Donkachinos. (laughs) Donkachinos. We're going to move on to some Marvel news. uh, Sony Marvel news, actually. Because Olivia Wilde is going to direct the female-led Sony Marvel film. And speculation is that it's Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman or... uh... Madam Web. Probably, yeah. Either or. Either or works for me, I guess. I mean, if they want to just expand the Spider Man. Spider Man's like my favorite Marvel character, so I don't I don't mind some more Spider Men and women. As long as they get Spider Verse 2 done. No interference. They are also found a director for Craven the Hunter film, and it is going to be JC Chandon. I don't know who he is. I know he directed Triple Frontier, but that's about it. Speculation says that the Batman production is set to resume in early September in the UK because the US can't handle the COVID situation. Uh, To be honest, what can we handle here? Exactly. Not much. uh, I'm excited. I can't wait for them to to keep going because what we saw so far is mind amazing so i can't believe what the trailer was this weekend was only about 30 percent of the film that they filmed it's ridiculous i know they have a lot to go which brings me to the rumor that they're saying it could be delayed 
because especially since he said they only have 20 to 30 percent of it filmed already but we'll see next next yeah this year but they delayed it to next year okay we'll see supposed to be out next month i think actually if i mean they can take all the time they need if it for it to be perfect to be honest oh i don't think they're gonna mess this one up oh me neither i think if they mess it up it would take a lot a lot of really bad decisions like it would have to be a complete like meltdown of like cast and producer. The thing about this one that really interests me, and I love that they're taking it in that direction, is they're actually showing why he's the world's greatest detective. He's not just like some meatbag. Yeah, I think the only one who could ruin meat it bag. is Joss Whedon. Yeah, but he's not <laughs> touching that thing. And we had Aquaman 2 news this weekend as well because um, James Wan said Ocean Master is going to return, which I'm not surprised. I would hope so. I'm not either. Yeah, you don't waste a good actor like that either. We kept him alive for a reason is all I got to say. Yeah. Warner Brothers is looking into developing a static shock movie. They don't know if it's going to be live action or animated yet. Sick. I know. That's what I said. I'm actually down for that. I still want my Mexican superhero. (laughs) <laughs> I know. Where's Blue Beetle? And I'm not talking half because I know technically we have Miles Morales, but he's half. And African Americans already claimed him. So I got I got nothing over here. Blue Beetle got, or Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I got a uh Ant Man's sidekick. I got Louise. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's that's all we got. It's a, it's a <laughs> storyteller who talks too much. <laughs> hey, but but he's the funniest one there. Don't get it. Yeah, I like, yeah let, I like him more than Ant Man. Let me correct myself. I need a uh, uh, a main role. Yeah, main uh, character. Main uh, I really want that Blue Beetle movie because I actually really like Blue Beetle as just a superhero in general. Me too. He's really interesting. But I'm really going to need the Jamie Reyes and not the white guy version of it. Because if we get the white guy version of it, I'm throwing a fit. I'm going to be pissed. Like, I'm actually going to be pissed. More news. Little news. Uh, Shazam 2 is going to be titled Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. (laughs) They're going to do that. Weren't they supposed to be going to like the seven different uh, magical dimensions and stuff? The seven deadly sins? Not the. Oh, they already did that. My bad. So the magic dimensions that they were going to go through. Oh yeah, it's going to be the the whole family. Yeah, it's the whole family. No, I don't really. I don't know. What? I don't really like that. I didn't like when they did that in the first movie. I would have thought that would have been a second movie thing. Yeah, I thought this was going to be more of a his movie, like redemption, but he needed to be saved. So, oh, maybe they'll pull it off, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, the rock will be good. Oh, the first movie was good, so I. Uh, but I feel like it's just that's a lot of superheroes to juggle, dude. Yeah, it is, and it's like I don't know. They need Are they, they're, they're not good. I, guess. Uh, I mean, he had chemistry when they were like kids, but if they're gonna be if the second movie they're gonna be all running around as superheroes, they need to build the chemistry. Yeah, but do you know how hard that is to do when there's that many of them? That's what and I'm saying. Yeah. Like last, the last movie they did worked because they followed Billy for ninety five percent of the movie and didn't mess with the other guys until the very end. But now they have to do the entire movie juggling all of them, 
and a villain and setting up for the Black Adam versus Shazam movie. It's going to be like um like Fast and Furious for family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that worked really good then, but oh, that would suck. I mean, we'll see. I still have some faith in him, but we'll see. Yeah, this is on a roll, so I'll I'll trust it. But I'm I. It just seems like a like a very daunting task. As long as they give the director all his creative freedom, then we're good. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Titan season three will feature Red Hood, Barbara Gordon, and Scarecrow. Oh, that's so sick. I, they were already setting it up with Red Hood, but I don't know. I knew know. they were setting up Red Hood, but I didn't know that uh, about Barbara Gordon. I'm, or, go ahead, sorry. I'm excited for her and Scarecrow. I'm really excited to see what they do with him because the, they've been doing the villains really good on there. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, I'm really curious about his design. We haven't gotten like a whole, whole lot of designs from him. So what do y'all think of that show like overall? I really like it. I really enjoy it. I really like it too, but you need to be... Um, what do you call it? Because it's really gritty and dark. Like it doesn't mess around. Yeah, like they don't refrain from anything. I I, I like that though. Like they like, got I Dick Grayson show, beating people's heads in without flinching. Right. They got oh, Star- his Nightwing suit. They got Starfire being a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I I still don't like the Starfire. I don't like her. Not sold on her character. Oh, the, yeah, the the character development. It's kind I don't of, mind it's, the casting. It's I don't weird, care, but I do not like how they went from making her like this, like kind of lost, innocent, or even like in like some of the animated movies. She's smart, but like she's different. Like you can tell, but in this, they just straight make her just like a. I don't know. Like, is this not Starfire that? They just basically made her a human with superpowers at this point. Like, no, I know what you mean. And then, I mean, they brought it back with like, well, no, Blackfire. I, I'm assuming this season will explore her more because Blackfire. Well, yeah, but even then, like, part of enjoying watching Starfire and like cartoons and stuff is watching her adapt to human life. But here, yeah. she already has everything figured out. Like, she even tells this is uh, boring. She even it makes tells her, her boyfriend. Just, she's like, oh, well, you, um, you're on Earth. You got to do this now. <laughs> That's what I mean. Is it makes it ruins part of her character. It makes her less enjoyable. Also, yeah. how is Raven on the show? Because Raven is my like one of my all time favorite DC characters. She, she's pretty. On the type. She's, they do her really well. Yeah, she's pretty cool. You um, this, strong. The, the first season focuses on her a lot, and um, they really try to develop her over the two seasons. Yeah, That's it's good. like origins Raven almost. Like she's still figuring out how her powers work and stuff. So. Whenever she lets loose, she's the most OP person there by a long shot. But she can't control it. But she's it. still trying to control it. Right. Okay. That makes me... And I like how th- what they're doing with the relationship between her and Beast Boy, too. Oh, yeah. Their relationship's really cool, especially because they're young. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it gives them time to grow. Um. Next on the rumor mill, we only got one thing this week. Um. Disney is apparently wanting to continue the story of ben solo and his character an impossible like pre kylo ren series oh like uh how he came into power in the first order either that or like when he's really when he was really young 
is what I'm assuming. I hope okay. it explores how he turned. Well, I mean, they already said how he turned. Uh, no, I know, but like after that, like how did he get to Snoke? How did he? Um, yeah, that, okay. all that. That's what I was thinking. How that would he, be the most interesting. I feel like that would make the the second trilogy feel a little bit more grounded. Um, how did he get? How did he get his powers? How did he train yeah, and stuff like, like that? For me, the prequels sucked until. I watched the Clone Wars and the Clone Wars made the prequels feel a lot cooler than when they were just on their own. Oh, the so prequels? Hope, yeah. Yeah. So I would hope like a Kylo Ren, like so like couple movies, if they feel like doing two or just one kind of help ground the second trilogy. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. You know, what's funny. No one's talking about. um, What do you call it? The Mandalorian, like, coming out this year. Like, there's been no trailer, nothing, but they're still coming out in, like, October. I've been wondering how soon that's going to come out because I haven't heard much from it since, like, they released all the, like, they were got the live-action Ahsoka and stuff. Like, after they dropped all those bombs, they just completely went dark. Yeah. I, sorry, which I, I, like, I changed the means... topic only because um you were talking about Clone Wars. Go ahead, sorry. Okay. Let's say, which means... uh. They're being pretty tight-lipped about whatever whatever else big filming stuff that they're doing. That means they're doing a real good job of keeping that stuff under wraps until it comes out. Yeah, so I, that, I have a feeling that their silence lately means that there's still a lot more surprises that they haven't they haven't openly told us. Yeah, no, I appreciate radio silence, especially from like big movie companies, just like because they didn't want to leak anything or give anything away. Mm-hmm. But we'll see, I guess. Uh, that about wraps it up for the news this week. And um, obviously, DC Fandom just happened. We would have had more news on that. But we already reacted to everything on our main YouTube channel, The Hooligan Hangout. So go check it out. Yeah, we actually uh, live streamed it. So if you want to catch us live streaming more, we've been doing that a couple times this week. Just whatever we really feel like it. But uh, if you you're interested in doing that follow us on twitch at the hooligan hangout as well yes sir yes sir all right so moving on because this week oh i think we need to take a break yeah i think we need to take a sponsored break that's what i said Uh oh now a word from our sponsor all right so this week we are going to review an american pickle which is an hbo max original directed by brandon trost um, starring Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen. <laughs> this yes. is going to be the non-spoiler portion of the review. So if you want to deep, get deep dive into the spoilers, just stick around for just for a little bit. We won't talk too long, I promise. Uh, where do we want to start? Um, well, actually, I guess we can start. This, this movie is about um, an immigrant that was basically fell in a vat of pickle brine and got preserved in it for a hundred years. And then they found him in there and he was like alive and well. And now he's adjusting to life with his grandson, his only grandson <laughs> in Brooklyn. No, it's his great grandson. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, he was the in there for, our... for this movie. was so funny, dude. Say it again. Sorry. Who? Me or Anthony? Me or Anthony? Oh, you. Sorry. 
You, I didn't hear the, Edward, you. Edward. I didn't see. I didn't hear the beginning of your sentence. Um, so the premise of the movie is was like really funny. Like I didn't. You had told me a little bit about it whenever you suggested we watch it, but I still had no clue what it was going to be yeah. like going into it. So like watching the first ten minutes, I was like, okay, it's just kind of weird. And yeah, then like what's going on? Pickle juice, and I was like, oh, huh, <laughs> so this there is, is what we're doing. There it is. <laughs> This movie was I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about like um like the plot of it was like so bad that it was good. Like when you say it out loud it's like stupid, but yeah. You yeah. Know, and they, out loud, but they stupid. did it well too. Yeah. But it was like stupid idea but flawless execution like Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so to explain a little more. So like we said, he was Brian for or preserved for like 100 years however long. And then he comes back and he meets his great grandchild. And basically they kind of just start competing. Like, like the, the grandfather, he's like, Oh, let's make this kind of business. And then the sons, the other guy's like, no, that won't work. And so the whole movie, they're just kind of competing back and forth. The, whoever can well, do better business. Almost the, the two generations collide. Cause he, he, um, the grand great grandfather he's a lot more traditional because literally it's been a hundred well, years he came out a hundred years later right yeah it's a century so just imagine it's just like captain america but if captain america wasn't so good at heart and he was just a normal white person back in the day yeah like, who, who thinks women are inferior and um is definitely has some kind of racial discrimination left inside of their bones. yes that is true yeah, like he came out and he was really surprised that he saw an African American with a white person. And then he was like, "Ah, oh, Polish people are stupid." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's that kind of comedy with Seth Rogen. But um what do you call it? I did not know he had the acting chops in him to pull off both roles so he good. He did so good. Like with, acting with uh, himself, it's crazy. Even the accent was good. Yeah. You see that, Adam Sandler? You see that? Speaking of Jack and Jill earlier. Adam Sandler, like, points you to Uncut Gems. He's like, that way. <laughs> Anthony, I don't want to go that way. <laughs> <laughs> I Anthony, even. I thought Jack and Jill was better than Uncut Gems. Yeah, wow. Maybe. <laughs> they, they poked fun at a lot of, like, not old timey comedy, but like the old the grand great grandfather doesn't know about certain stuff, and so he has to get with the culture. But I, I liked one of the jokes that was um because he's Jewish, and um he was like the well, the great grandson was like oh polio doesn't exist anymore they cured it and he was like did a Jewish person cure it? <laughs> he was like yeah, and he was like I knew it. Yeah, he's I like knew. I knew he would. He's like I knew the problem back then was fixable. You just stick a Jew on it and problem fix. <laughs> <laughs> oh we didn't even mention um he he came to america because of all the freaking discrepancy and he's a violent man he's not violent that's well. just how people were back then yeah, yeah he, he'll give he's you violent. he'll be violent towards you if you do him wrong i'm sorry i gave you the violence yeah <laughs> i would have show great <laughs> violence on you <laughs> Because like back then people like spoke their minds and like they didn't listen like, to anything. Yeah, yeah. they just threw like, hands and then either one of them got their butts beat and was like, "All right, 
guess I lost and walked like, away or, you know. Sir, yeah. you will cut this down. Uh, dude, this is just my job. You will cut this down. Corsac. <laughs> Don't worry. There's no context for if you haven't seen the movie. Exactly. <laughs> it's not much context. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I also think one of the coolest parts, which um, I don't. Mm, never mind. I'll save it. Seltzer water. I was going to say that, but I didn't know if that would be like a, if anyone cared. Yeah, I was going to say um, the big thing was like a hundred years ago, um, Herschel, the great grandfather, he wanted, um, he always like his dream was to have seltzer water touch his lips or, and he can drink like, it. A, like a rich thing back then, like only the yeah. wealthy people had it. And then when he's in the modern day with his great grandson, his great grandson just like, oh, you want some seltzer? And he's like, huh? <gasps> yeah. Seltzer? <laughs> you made it? <laughs> he made it. He made seltzer. He made I, it. I out. think it's funny because after that, because um, he thinks his great grandson is like super successful. Like he's like a wealthy man. He's living the life. What are you, a doctor? He's like, I'm an app developer, but I haven't developed any apps for months. <laughs> and he's just yeah. like, he's Dude, like, what's okay. that? I feel so okay. No, 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 no. Never mind. That's a spoiler. Hold on. All right. Cancel. Okay. So as like funny and stupid as the movie was, it was also ridiculously like wholesome. Like, That's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was gonna say it was very like, charming. Like in a and a lot of movies don't pull that off, and this one really did. It did what that Pete Davidson movie couldn't do, and juggled dark yes. tones and funny at the same time. They knew when they could make a joke and when they couldn't. Yeah, but exactly. I just. I feel like people listening think I hate Pete Davidson. He's a super funny comedian. Like he's one of my favorite comedians. But like that, uh, it was the uh, big time adolescence. That movie, I just really didn't like him in. It was that one movie in particular. Everything you, you else didn't like him in, or you didn't like the movie. I uh, I didn't I didn't like the movie because I didn't like his character. I didn't like they wrote his character. The way he wrote, they wrote his character. Understandable. Um, let's see here. Check out that week's uh, podcast. Uh, if you, you haven't, if you want to find out my my true inner thoughts about it. Inner thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, Seth Rogen did a really good, like we said, he did a really good job, but it's like. Later into the movie, once like they both develop their relationship, I feel like you, you tend to forget that they're both Seth Rogen, like talking to each other. Yeah, Bro, I, I'm gonna be real. The beard threw me off for so long in the movie that I was like, they look very similar. Is this the same person? And I had to look it up, and I was like, oh my god, it is the same okay. person. I, I guarantee it's because he wasn't wearing his glasses too. No, it was it was the glasses, but it was uh, the accent that really threw me off. Like it was a super like polished, like it didn't really slip. Yeah. I have a question. What's How up? did they do his beard like that? Like that just looks so real. Huh? I don't get it. He grew a beard. <laughs> okay, well then what about the other side? What do you mean? It means like how did they get the long beard and the short beard shots like so well together? Oh, ah. you know, prosthetic beards are crazy. Like 
it's a lot easier to add beards and facial hair than it is to remove. Yeah. Um, Justice League. Oh, yeah. Justice League. Justice League. But yeah, so they probably just had him with that little stubble. And yeah. That little stubble, they were able to tell like how it would grow out. And they just slapped it on his face. And we're like, here you go, mate. Or they just took a picture of him with it all grown. And then they're like, all right, shave it. <laughs> we got a picture. We're good. Yeah, no, I get it. But um, I think I think I'd recommend it for an HBO Max original. It was it was a pretty good movie. And oh, it was solid. I think that because I was looking up because um, I was like really curious what other people thought, too, because I haven't heard like I only heard like about this in the trailers and stuff. Like, honestly, like I haven't heard a lot of online presence about it. And a lot of people, they don't seem to like it, but I, it kind of seems like it's because they don't like Seth, Seth Rogen. I love Seth Rogen. I know. So I was like, you're weird. It's a good movie. You just don't like Seth Rogen. Maybe it's less them liking Seth Rogen and they just, they didn't, they thought the idea was stupid. So they immediately dismissed the entire movie. Probably. Like they read the synopsis and they were like, this is going to be stupid. And then they watched it thinking it was going to be stupid and found like, maybe they just don't have the same sense of humor as we do. And we just blend, like we just enjoy that kind of humor, but. Well, I, I I was pleasantly surprised because I, I totally went in thinking this is going to be like some dumb comedy movie, but I'm going to enjoy it. And But no, it was actually like all the dark tone and like they took it serious. I, I like that because it, it, it worked. I I wonder if people just didn't like it because of how they uh, – I get – I don't know if this is a spoiler, but like whenever he gets out of the pickle brine, like he's sitting with scientists and they're like, uh, yeah, he was preserved in pickle brine for a hundred years, and then the interviewers were like, "No way, there's no way." Give me the science, and then they cut away from the scientists explaining <laughs> it because they yeah. didn't want to explain it. So to avoid that plot hole, they were just like, "We're just gonna pretend like it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it just happened." That part made me laugh. Whenever they're like, "Yeah, the science behind it is," and then he starts like doing that voiceover, and then it cuts back to the scientists, and everyone's like. It makes perfect sense. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The the modern culture was really good too, the way to integrate it. Like how um you can't say anything on Twitter without getting canceled. You yeah. uh, yeah. you, uh yeah. the, the the different styles of people that um in the city, like hippies and stuff, like hipsters it nowadays made, and stuff like that. They made mad fun of our political system too, which was hilarious. Which, oh yeah. I enjoyed it. You should think, have you ever thought about running for office? I think I'd we like should uh, give our review. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Um, where do you want to start with the ratings before we let these guys go? Uh, I'll start and I'll give it a seven. Okay. Anthony. Never mind. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'll a seven too. And I agree with both y'all. I'd also give it a seven only because it's a real solid movie, but it's not like life changing to me. Right. That's what I mean. It was, it was very entertaining and well thought out, but it's not groundbreaking. Exactly. It was still a good watch though. All right. So, um, we're going to say goodbye to you people who have not watched the movie. We do recommend it though. If you want an entertaining movie with Seth Rogen and, um, say hi to your mom for us. Make sure you, like comment subscribe if you're watching this from youtube and also if you're watching this from apple podcast or anywhere else uh try to drop us a rating down below and recommend it to your friends um yeah 
We'll see you later. Peace. Mm. All right, now that we're going on to our spoiler review, um, this is all hands on deck, full spoilers, and um, I hope you watch the movie. Where do we want to start? Let's start back at the beginning. I forgot, like, chronological. I can't remember what happens in order. Uh, They got married, him and his wife, Sarah. Greenbaum. I like, um, we're going to start off. I really like the the behind theme of, like, family and how... Mm-hmm. Uh, each generation is supposed to learn from the the one before that to improve and get better. Like it's like he wished that his family, like his one wish was for his child to be more successful than he was, and for his the family for the next hundred years to be the most successful people on the planet. Yeah, yeah. His, his son, hit uh, Herschel's son was a forger or something in a brick factory, and then a foreman. Hit, a foreman. And then his son after that was an accountant. And then his son after that was the web developer. Crazy so, how yeah, things uh, change. Um, I don't know. That whole plot line just like really hit home. Because like my parents always told me they want me to be better than them. So I was like, this is something that legit happens in the real world. And I could see it dating back to that far, you know? Yeah, same here. And for a lot of people, like including myself, like family means a lot. Like mm-hmm. family's probably number one, number two behind behind religion for me. But um, yeah, because I like how they uh, they went apart. Like they just couldn't stand each other. But then at the end, the underlying theme was you're all you're all family. Like y'all have to stick together. And they mm-hmm. both realize how important it is, even though Herschel was telling them like all the whole time. <laughs> the whole time he was like, "You need me." He's like, "Shut up, old man." What I. <laughs> What I thought was so stupid. No, I mean it's a stupid movie, so I thought it was funny. But whenever he fell in the pickle juice, like no one paid no mind. They just closed it. It's all falling. Oh, we're shut down. He was yelling the entire time they fell. And they're, and then, like, mm. they're just like, "All right, we're shutting down the company," and then just everyone left just immediately. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, like four of them closed it real fast <laughs> as soon as he fell in. Like, not even everyone was outside of the building before they freaking padlocked everything. I like, know. they locked the door, they locked the gate, and everyone was still in the building. And I was like, all right, then I guess, yeah, I guess they're stuck there too. And, um, what's crazy is freaking like, like we said, the explanation with the scientist, like, they were all asking, like, well, we, this is stupid. The interviewers are like, this is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. We don't believe you. And then all of a sudden, Herschel's narrating. And he's like, the scientist said something that made a lot of sense. And then the interviewers are like, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I, I love them for both of those things because I they didn't try to make sense of it because they know they knew that they couldn't, you know? Yeah. One of my favorite scenes was with when he Herschel's with his wife, Sarah, and like you were saying earlier, Edward, about how they want each um, descendant to be more powerful. I liked how he like vowed to his, to his unborn child that his family would be powerful. Cause they're like the first of the generation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then let's see a hundred years passed. Of course, Ben, Ben is his great grandson. Who's with all the technology. He's a web app developer what you call it, whatever, and we do find out Ben's parents are dead, so Herschel's grandchildren are dead. 
Yeah, so um, whenever Herschel shows up, he, him and Ben are the only two relative, like, they're the only ones that they got. And they made it very clear that Ben doesn't have, like, any kind of romantic life either. So it's literally just, just Ben. So the whole thing is, like, him trying to cope with his parents' death, too. Yeah. So what I was going to start earlier... Because I feel so bad for Ben because, like you said, he has nobody, you know. Like, he has, by the looks of it, it looks like he didn't have any friends. He didn't have a uh, romance, right? And then he didn't have any other family. And then, basically, the stranger comes into his life and ruins the past five years of, like, what he's been working towards. Because and then immediately becomes the most successful pickle salesman in all of New York or Brooklyn. <laughs> Dude, I, I knew can... he was gonna as soon as he said he was gonna. But like Edward, mm. imagine you like quit your job at school and everything right now, and you just started to rap, and then five years later, like a family member came in your life and then just like ruined your whole rap career. You know, ah, oh, I think that at that point much. I would not be alive anymore. Yeah, I, uh, I felt so bad for him. That would have mean I would have dropped all my friends and it would have just been me. I would have probably been off a bridge at that point. (laughs) Not only did he lose his entire career, he had to watch the other guy do better. (laughs) Within like two days. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh, Dumpster pickles. Yeah. And we we also learned that like Ben is not very like religious like at all. Like he won't pray for the dead or anything that his family standards would be, or at least a Herschel. Like so, like Herschel wanted to go pray to the to um in their cemetery, their their what do you call it, their Green Bomb Cemetery, and it was like destroyed with uh construction work and a big old billboard that he wanted to take down. Which was one of the main plot lines was him making this freaking pickle empire so he could buy a $200,000 billboard. Heard, like, the entire story was him trying to buy the billboard just so he could tear it down. For and, family. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben, Ben doesn't, he's not ready for like, he is not used to all those like old traditions. So he's just like, you're not going to start a damn pickle empire. It's harder than it, than you would think. And he was like, oh, yeah, watch this. I'll show you and I'll show you that you're stupid. I will say something that Seth Rogen does good in most of his movies is like the the uh, the allegory and stuff that he brings into the. To real life, like how he like how he pokes fun at society, like he pokes fun at every bit of society, like the the stuck up like the not stuck up but like the millennials that are all about organic fresh art artisan stuff he was like yep, yeah this is all that and he made it out of dumpster stuff and he was like yep this is what it is and then how everyone wrote on with the t- trend and then they continued on to cancel culture how famous people can just be like oh my bad and then get like 12 chances I uh, love they that went part. into the politics how entertainers and seemingly nobody can get political traction just by saying they feel like it uh like the scene i thought was like hilarious whenever he was like i want an office and they're like yeah get an office (laughs) and he was like i'm gonna get the biggest office and like yeah do it and i was like that's exactly how stuff plays out like kanye was like i'm gonna run for president and then people are like yeah you go kanye you do it 
This movie's not for the easily offended though, because he does say that Mary, a Virgin Mary, was a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, cancel culture again, how it can completely ruin people's life, and he got deported because of it. Uh, I you went into like some big society issues, but poked fun at it in a really like really good way to where it like wasn't over the top, like just like blatantly trying to be offensive. But it was everyone like, knows it's true. It's just how it works. Like, yeah. I also That's liked how how his natural pickle brine was because he they were like um, he was like yeah this is from the gutters the rain gutters <laughs> with bird poop yeah and a bunch of animal uh, animal parts in here you know it all adds to the <laughs> they were just like huh I liked how those first two guys were like wait what oh okay now this is different you should write him you know like yeah, they're like everything yeah, you they brought up should have been a red and they're like. Oh, oh! Well, because yeah. no one else does that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It was really well thought out. Oh yeah, but I thought what was um, clever, if you're not like seriously paying attention, was whenever he switched with him, so the, um, Ben would get deported. Right. I felt like that was going to happen, though. I kind of, I kind of predicted that. But I, I honestly didn't um whenever he showed up to the police doing that accent um with his ID and stuff, I didn't catch it because um to me on that part it sounded like he was oh, I mean he obviously was. He was trying to speak English, but I thought I took it as he was trying to do it like um like the other way around. Like yeah. he's like I I don't know how to explain it. And then all of a sudden they find him in the ditch and he's like, What why are y'all got why are y'all taking me to jail? I thought the funniest thing too was whenever they're in their defense trial and they're like, you see my oh, client, yeah. Yeah. Has no beard. the person you want has beard. And the other guy's like, all right. So that's like saying, this is it, Manson beard, no beard. And they're like, Dismiss. <gasps> or he's like, well, if I wear a beard, I'm a different person. And he pulls out a fake beard. <laughs> Bro, that made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was true though. It's so true. Or like how um Herschel like he'll call ladies with short hair, he'll be like, hello little boy. <laughs> <laughs> that made me in the grocery Where we store. To ben is the roundish, the round shaped girl. Little girl. Yeah. What was that roundish little girl? Or um more from his freaking 100 century year old life was whenever they were like oh you can just hire interns and they'll work for free and he's like you mean slaves no 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 that's an oversimplification <laughs> and he was like uh okay i'll get some slaves <laughs> it was freaking insane he said that to a black person <laughs> i know but what was what was real realistic was whenever we discovered that ben's parents were like really supportive of him and they wanted him to be like super successful like bigger than bill gates or whenever he, they revealed that bebop is what he called his mom and dad my i was like oh bro that hit that hit home yeah, dude i was like oh <laughs> why'd you have to go there what'd you say anthony well i missed what y'all said i guess how his parents were um were named at his app was named after his parents I don't remember. See, and I knew they, 
they alluded to that whenever he they gave him his tech and they're like you should just call it mom and dad and he was like well i call mom and dad beat bop so i'm gonna call it beat bop uh-huh. but we didn't know that until the end and then whenever they revealed it i was like ah bruh <laughs> it, it's worse because like like they're dead so it's like oh i was like my soul and i feel bad for him because he doesn't feel like he was as successful as he as his parents wanted him to be yeah like the whole storyline was him like once you realize that part you go back and you're like he spent five years on this app that was named after his dead mom and dad and he wanted and it got blue and it blew up right in his face and that really explains why he did the things he did to herschel because like like that just he literally like broke mentally like there's no way someone normal could like just shrug that off yeah and and just at the same time because even after ben gets deported like he still realizes family's important and he's still like with herschel like mm-hmm. no matter what that's that's about it really that's all that i have really good movie would recommend would wholeheartedly recommend uh still out of seven out of ten for me still out of seven for me as well I want to give it a higher score than originally just because I didn't even think about how smart they were. Um, When you talked about like all the different topics that they covered, like politics, you Mm -hmm. know, and cancel culture and all that. And you said, Mm -hmm. and just like all the smart moves that they made. Yeah. I feel like I really want to rank it higher, but at the same time, it wasn't, it was just a fun movie, you know, it wasn't like a serious movie. Yeah. So I don't it, know. It's a popcorn flick. I really want to give it seven point five. Like, it's definitely a movie I could like grab Noah, uh, hold his hand, eat some popcorn, and watch the movie again. And cry. <laughs> so I'll keep it at a seven. Sevens across the board. All right, all right. All right. On that note, as we're wrapping things up here. If you haven't already, check us out on every platform. We are basically there on all of them. Uh, We're active on Twitch, as I said earlier, at the Hooligan Hangout. We're active on our YouTube channel, the Hooligan Hangout. There we do all kinds of other content. We'll upload our stream vids. Um, We do reactions. We have uh, another segment where we just kind of talk about whatever the heck we feel like freely that's not movie related. So if you guys hear our opinions and stuff, can get more of that there and uh check out our instagram where we do give updates on the movies we watch for the week and such and uh keep in tune because our season two finale is coming up and things will get crazy there all right say hi to your moms for us